0: This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za.
1: The day's wrap of top business stories. Power Business,
0: Monday to Thursday, 6 to 8 p.m. And Fridays, 6 to 7 p.m. It's 19.20 on Power of Business on the Line. I'm joined by Tliko Thomas, who, who is NetBank, a group managing executive of retail and business banking. Now, today in a virtual roundtable, uh, Tliko Thomas would have joined Her Majesty Queen Maxima of the Netherlands. And she was the United, or she is the United Nations Secretary General Special Advocate for Inclusive Finance for Development. And they had a dialogue there on enhancing financial health right here in South Africa. The session uh, fostering a platform for diverse group of South Africa's leading financial services providers and authorities to discuss strategies uh, for improving financial well-being uh, for you and I. And Gil joins us on the line to speak to us about this initiative um, and really the important discussion points that would have then emerged. Good evening to you, Giko. Always a pleasure. Good evening, Alright, so let's talk about this You know, Many South Africans are actually in very uh, poor financial uh, shape They spend more than they earn Work long hours, worried about money uh, We've seen a global uh, cost of living crisis That has been very evident here at home Talk to us about this um, And why you felt it important for NetBank to take part in a discussion That would then speak about the financial health of people like you and me
1: yeah, thank you very much for the opportunity, first and foremost. Um, I think that, you know, a couple of months ago, we did a study called the in Health Monitor, which was a study that tried to quantify or to look at the exact state of financial wellness in South Africa. Uh, and I think part of the work that we did there is the work that got the attention of the United Nations and the committee that is headed by Queen Maxima um, and her Stewardship of financial well-being across the world. So that's how we got, in, in, you know, kind of into contact together with uh, with Her Majesty the Queen, and started talking about this idea of hosting a roundtable of South African leaders in financial services, both from the banking industry. Um, some of the nascent parts of the banking industry, like fintechs, as well as the regulators. So that was the kind of genesis of the conversation that we had. And today, excitedly, we had our first interaction um, in the form of a roundtable amongst leaders, as it were, um, across the spectrum of financial services to start staring down the issue. And the issue is real. Mm. You know, some of the findings that we made out of the Netfin Health Monitor Study, you know, just kind of, Shine the spotlight on just the amount of pressure that South Africans are feeling. You know, um, some horrid deaths coming out of that, and I won't go through the detail of that today. You know, that's a conversation for another time. But we know, you know, with all the exogenous factors like the global financial crisis, uh, the state of global inflation, the cost of food and the cost of goods that is rising, all of that combined with our own issues internally have put pressure on the disposable rent of the average South African. So that came under the spotlight. And we can't escape that as an industry because the extent to which South Africans are under pressure means that they can't service loans Mm -hmm. to the extent that they have exposures to uh, the banking industry in the form of loans. And that puts pressure on us financially and in terms of performance as well. So this is not something that you can wish away. It's a reality that we have to own and it's a discussion. It's a reality that we have to hold hands together as an industry and start talking about in terms of thinking about potential uh, solutions, if any.
0: So I'm keen to find out, you know, as we had uh, Her Royal, Her, her Majesty, uh, Queen Maxima of the Netherlands in this conversation, what some of her, uh, you know, contributions to that conversation may have been. And also, uh, you know, uh, as we think about it as a South African problem, how we are contextualizing it uh, globally.
1: Yeah, there's probably two big themes that mm-hmm. emerged out of the session today. Um, there was a big theme around financial inclusion, mm-hmm. and financial inclusion um, is a big, um focus of the work that Queen Maxima does for the United Nations across the world um, so that was her big focus, but alongside that, we cannot talk about financial inclusion in an environment where we know that financial health is challenged as well, so it was fascinating for us how she was able to navigate the conversation between her pets. Um, her had love, which is financial inclusion, and showed a huge amount of empathy and brought insight into how we as an industry might start thinking about financial inclusion at the intersection between financial inclusion as well as financial well-being. And that's a big part of what she brought into the conversation as, um, um, as a conductor of the round table as it were, together with the leaders in business that were there.
0: I want to also ask you, uh, you know, uh, I am uh, curious to get your perspective on what is happening with our finances in South Africa. I think a bright speak may be, uh, you know, uh, the cost of living is high and uh, the salaries have been the same and we're just struggling. But it's obviously more nuanced than that.
1: Yeah, it, it is in a sense, you know, you know, you think about the state of the rent, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, 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 we live and operate in an open economy. And our currency has been under pressure for several years now against a basket of currencies like the dollar and the euro against which we trade and buy goods and import things, right? So that's a big pressure point. Our currency is getting weaker. Our economy hasn't grown. We know that. And in an environment where the economy cannot grow and help boost disposable income, um, you're going to have challenges. And because of the pressures of an economy that hasn't grown, you've got the pressure of rising uh, unemployment. So per capita, the average South African is working less and less. And the ability to generate an income is being pressured uh, every day, as it were. And then the cost of goods. You know, the war in Ukraine has been a big driver of the escalation of prices. You know, you go to your local supermarket where you buy your goods, people will tell you that in some instances, over a period of 12 months, prices of goods have doubled. You know, so all of those things combine to put pressure on the men and women on the street. And that is and over an extended period of time. I mean if you think about the last time we registered in a substantive growth in this economy, we're talking some what 12 years now, where we've had no plausible growth in the economy. You, if you if you if you're in a situation where your economy cannot grow over such an extended period of time, coupled with the challenges of things like unemployment, etc., that we've got in this country, you you know you're on a recipe for disaster, and that is what is manifesting pressure on the men and women in the street.
0: i also can to you get your thoughts then on the issue of financial inclusion. And, uh, you know, how that then manifests in a country that's battling to grow and where majority of the citizens don't work, uh, uh, you know, and uh, and that could be because some of them are completely economically um, inactive and, and then there's all different kinds of categories there. But how then we, do we bridge that, uh, you know, considering that people just don't have money?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you need money to be in the financial system, right? Yeah. Um, or, or in the banking system, as it were. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the challenge that got is, you know, because I think we've made great progress as a country. I mean, if you think about the social grant system and the fact that those social grants touch the entire breadth, you know, a massive breadth of the population. And those people need to have a form of financial product to access the grants. So that's been a big player, and one of the players that was present at the roundtable today was Lysaka Technologies, mm-hmm. which is the company that handles social, the payment and the disbursement of social grants. And they're doing fascinating work as an organization in democratizing financial inclusion and making sure that, you know, a vast raft of South Africans, ordinary South Africans, um, have got access to some form of a um, of a banking solution or a banking product. So. I think that in spite of the pressure that we're feeling in the economy, financial inclusion actually is something that we continue to solve for. Mm-hmm. Even some of the newer fintech players that are coming into the market with digital-based banking solutions have done a huge and admirable job of work um, of making, of democratizing banking and giving it access, and giving normal ordinary South Africans access to banking in South Africa. So. I understand that, yes, whilst there may be pressure on the average South African financially, at least we don't have the double bogey of that pressure mm-hmm. being coupled to so, you know, lack of innovation or lack of access on financial products. I think that the financial products and access to that is something that we continue to do admirable work in solving for
0: well it's always a pleasure hearing from you getting uh, your uh, thoughts and insights i think we actually have a caller uh, from john from melody who'd like to in uh, john uh, let's quickly uh, chat what's up hi john you there
1: okay my call yes and hi to your guest as well i just wanted to know the position and the practicality of your discussion that you're having now mm-hmm. you know people are over indebted and unemployment rate is, is high and it's real uh, some of uh, our citizens, as it is already, they are under debt review, and their financial status is not allowing them to get any loans or, you know, any financial state that they could help themselves to survive. What is the practicality of the roundtable that, you know, will bring uh, some of the solutions to these problems that we are having? Right,
0: that back um, question, John. So- oh, yes, please go ahead. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so John, thank you for that question. I mean, I think there's always a temptation to look for quick solutions to very complex challenges. And I think some of the things that you rightly mapped out, John, um, their causes are complex, you know, and they aren't going to be, sadly, they aren't going to be quick solutions. It's going to take, and again, you know, a little bit where I started where I said it's not going to be one institution or one industry that solves this challenge. It's going to take... Um, as broader range of minds of South Africans to try and stare down this problem. So the pathway towards getting us out of the quagmire that we're in, especially the financial challenges that normal South Africans face, is going to be a much more complex task. Um, So we are as an industry, as well as our regulatory partners, starting to stare down what role we could start playing, how we might start thinking about those solutions. Do we have solutions now? No. But are we on a pathway towards starting to think about what those solutions might be? Today was a fantastic start. So efforts like the ones that we're starting to um, build from from the work that we did today are exactly in the right direction of us starting to approach what is, what is a deep um, and challenging set of um, of, of problems for, for South Africans.
0: Well, Ligo, always a pleasure having you on Power Business. Thank you so much for chatting to us this evening. Wonderful. That's the Thomas NetBank Group, managing executive for retail and business banking. You've
1: been listening to a Power
0: Ninety eight point seven podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za
1: or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.